Horrorfidomies episode 91. I'm your host Tim and with me is the bell from hell, Jalisa. Hello everyone. Oh my goodness, we're back in the 1980s once again for another week. This time we're visiting 1981 with the movie The Howling. Oh, we're back in werewolf land. You know, we're up to episode 91 on this show Mm -hmm. and we've only done one werewolf film. In that whole duration. I've never ever done another werewolf film. What have you done? American Werewolf in London. Okay. Um, which is funny because we'll get into this later, but werewolves are probably my favourite out of all the the creatures and monsters out there. So you'd think I'd be doing a few more werewolf films, but, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's, it's hard to come by a good werewolf film. Mm-hmm. But... Hey, we're going to talk about The Howling nonetheless. Did, did we like it? Did we not? We will uh, find out later. Yep. Before we do that, we must announce that <laughs> it is mine and Julius's five-year anniversary today as of this recording. So we're celebrating by drinking water and coffee. And talking to you guys. Talking about horror movies. <laughs> Basically the same way we met. Not really. <laughs> no. I, didn't you? I, you didn't really know I was a horror fan until later, did you? No, because you didn't really watch them as much as you did now. I did, just not with you, because I didn't want to scare you off. I mean, like, hey, would you be my girlfriend? By the way, let's watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I wouldn't have said no. What? It's, <laughs> I now, now I, well, I didn't know that at the start. I didn't want you to think I was a fucking freak or that's, something like that's that. That's a conversation you could have had way back then. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I guess I liked you enough that I didn't want to lose you. Aww. So I didn't want to <laughs> sit you down and go, hey, here's a Serbian film, you know? Ew, no, <laughs> I wouldn't have liked that one. <laughs> well, If you, you showed me that well, one. you wouldn't have known about it back then. You would have been like, okay, let's watch that. That sounds like fun. Exactly. And then you would have... <laughs> Yeah, and then, then I would have had second thoughts after, probably. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't want to still date with me? Um, I'd be cu- curious plus scared of what other movies you're into. If I sat there and go, this is disgusting, who would watch this? Would you turn it off? Uh, no. Then there you go. You just I- answered... Uh, we're not talking about a Serbian film. Unfortunately, Julissa has laid down the law. We are never, ever going to review a Serbian film on the show. No. Which is bullshit. I, w- I will not sit through that one. Well, maybe I'll do it by myself. 
Okay, I don't want to hear anything about it. <laughs> okay, fine. Oh my god, we have a decent fun show for you, I guess. We've got the usual bullshit. What horrors have we done this week? We've got a, a, actually a big news feed. There's a lot of news re- horror news-related stories coming out, so we've got a bit. Oh, that's good. We have the uh, franchise fights and uh, Beyond the Howling. We thought we'd come back for another game. Mm, um, because we got fun, a, fun. We got a lot of... Uh, positive feedback from our last game so we thought we'd do another game a different game of would you rather did people write in was like this one this one i had a lot of people well lance from the horror turns was giving me answers um from from the letter e i was struggling on the letter e yeah i had alan ask if he could play the game i had a few other people ask if they could play as well so hell yeah if you guys want to play any of the games we have skype so there is an option but I don't trust you motherfuckers. You might have your phone on you and having Google handy and I'm there sitting going, there going, um, um, I don't know. And well, you're there just... they could have their hands up in the screen so well, you can see. Yeah, I'd, I'd need... Well, maybe they have it on their lap. I don't know. But anyway, we're going to play a game of Would You Rather Ooh, at the okay. end of this episode. Before we get to any of that, Jaleesa, we... I just found out um, that... The month of August. We're mm-hmm. in the month of August right now. And we have a lot of listeners who have birthdays in this month. So I thought, why don't we give a shout out to those people who have birthdays? Why not? But um, before I say this, um, I must admit, I don't know every single person that listens to this show. Um, I mean, we have like, I don't know, near 100 listeners each episode. Um, but I only know about like... I don't know, 10% of those people who listen. So if it's your birthday in this month and I didn't call your name, I'm sorry. But let me know. So uh, in the meantime, for those people who do have birthdays, I've brought in a special guest. And what better guest to uh, (coughs) help me celebrate these birthdays than none other than um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, how are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm very happy to be here. I forgot to introduce myself. Okay, that's nice. Um, so, <laughs> we have Mr. Um, Chris Paley. Happy birthday to you. Uh, Arnold, would you like to say anything to Mr. Chris Paley? Get out. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> Arnold, that's not nice, Arnie. That is not nice. Uh, who else <laughs> we have? We have... Oh, wait, we have Mr. Watson over there from the Watsy Party podcast. Come on, kill me, I'm here! <laughs> this is a I don't know what that's got to do with, with birthdays, Arnold, but... Um, he didn't disappear, he was skinned alive! I didn't say he disappeared, you motherfucker. If he bleeds, we can kill it. Okay, stop it. We also have Mrs. Mrs. Brock herself, Daily. Coming in from uh, the Padded Room podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm all woman. That's nice, Arnie. I'm pregnant. Wow. <laughs> Daily, are you? <laughs> we have, uh, once again, from the Padded Room podcast, um, Buddy. Mm. It was his birthday not long ago. I really am pregnant. I feel like I lost control over my body. Okay, that's strange. This has just taken a weird turn. It has. I don't, I don't know what you're on about, but okay. Um, and last but not least, 
we have the man whose birthday it was most recently, and that is... Alan! Alan Chacha! Put that cookie down! Now! <laughs> Who told you you can eat my cookies? Alan, stop eating Arnold's cookies. Cookies? No. But Arnie, if it's Alan's birthday, he has a free pass. <laughs> okay, dramatic. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Calm down, calm down. Enough. I'm not a Okay, that's enough. <laughs> but I get too trigger happy with these goddamn fucking sound soundboards. I think so. They're a lot of fun. But hey, to Ah uh, Arnie, turn that off. Motherfucker. To those bir- people out there that had a birthday this month. Shut up. Alright, everyone knows the song. We don't need to do the whole thing. Yep. But a happy birthday to you guys out yeah, there. Yeah, happy birthday. And if you want a special shout out from Arnold Schwarzenegger on your birthday, let us know when your actual birthday is. We can hook that up. We, we know the guy. We do. He's fucking annoying. <laughs> he doesn't stop. <laughs> Alright, Jill. Let's go into what horrors have we done for the week. <laughs> horrors have you done joe i'm just gonna butt straight in okay i watched three new uh new release horror films from the year 2019 year of our lord one of them's great one of them was okay one of them was not good mm-hmm. which one do you want me to talk about first um we'll go to the middle one the not that great the, yeah. the, the, the the okay the movie. okay the okay okay well uh i sat down and watched the newest godzilla film oh. this is one that i was really excited for mm-hmm. because of the director mike doherty who has directed other films such as trick-or-treat which oh, is in my favorite like one. in my top 10 of all time favorite films he also directed krampus which is once another again, great one yeah once again up there um Beyond that, he hasn't really done much. And I've been waiting a long time for another Mike Doherty film. And I finally got one. This year, he brought out Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Mm -hmm. And this is one that I missed in cinemas. And I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't get to see it in cinemas. Because it would have been really cool to see in cinemas. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this is the one. I think everyone knows about this film. This is the one that has Rodan and King Ghidorah and Mothra, all of them in it. Um... (sighs) Unfortunately, I don't know this. Okay, it wasn't horrible. Let me just get that off my chest. Um, it, it just—I feel it just focused too much on other characters than than Godzilla. Okay. It had—I don't know—for me, it just had too little Godzilla in it. So it had it, what more of the other monsters, or a little bit? It focused a lot on King Ghidorah, and King Ghidorah is a bad motherfucker. Let me straight out say that. Which one's it, this one? The three-headed. Um, dragon. Yeah, okay. Thing. Um, and he kind of makes Godzilla look like a little bit of a bitch. Oh, does he? Uh, I feel like I'm spoiling too much. But See, isn't Godzilla supposed to be the, the dominant one, the well, main one? It's in the name, King of King of the Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, on, on top of that, this had a lot of human interaction with it and a lot of human... 
uh, family drama that I really didn't need. You yeah. know, you know what, I, you know what I would like, and I feel like um, a lot of people would be against this, but I would, I would watch, I would love to watch a Godzilla film that had very, very little human people in it. You know, maybe you'll have a few people like running, screaming, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Be the whole movie of monsters fighting. Okay, you can do it. They can do it. They can make a story out of monsters fighting. We don't need this scientific bullshit and family drama wedged in in our monster movies. Okay. So, I don't know. I think it could work. And honestly, I think people (sighs) would enjoy that. I mean, you go to a Godzilla film to see monsters fuck each other up. That's true. And for the most part, yes, you get this in this film. You get a lot of monster on monster action. And I'm not talking sexual, Julissa. Don't think like that. Wasn't even going there. Yes, you were. Saw your eyes move. Okay. Um, in saying that, directed by Mike Doherty, he has a way with the camera. And I'm not talking sexual, Joyce. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. No, he, he knows how to fucking make a shot, you know? I've always said, like, look at Trick or Treat, for example. Look at Krampus. You could take a still frame from any part in those movies and frame it. Mm-hmm. And Godzilla's no different, you know? Yeah. There is uh, incredible cinematography, incredible visuals through this film. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful piece of artwork. Yeah. Um, but. Too much g- drama. Give me more Godzilla. That's all I'm asking for, you know? Is there going to be another one? The next one's the one I'm most excited for. Oh, so there is another one coming. King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh. That comes out, I think, March next year. I think it's early next year. Okay. Yeah. So, and I, they do give you hints of of King Kong in this movie. Well, that's good that they tie that's, him in. Yeah, that's not a spoiler. You, it doesn't really break the story or anything like that. But yeah, look, this one didn't make my top ten list of this year. Mm-hmm. But I'll watch it again. Like I'll watch it um, closer to King Kong versus Godzilla. I'll watch year. it with you next time. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not horrible. It's just not what I expected. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with so many great raving reviews from people, I expected a bit more. It's just not what I got. Um, overall, if you are a Kaiju fan or a Godzilla fan, I would say give this a go. It's better than the 2014 movie. You know, the other one that came out? No. Nope. With the uh, the dude from Malcolm in the Middle and Breaking Bad. Because I haven't seen Brian that one Cranston. either. You are horrible. You're not... Godzilla fan, are you? Um, well, I enjoyed the first one. The one that you hate. That's not the first one. The um, one with Matthew what, Broderick yes. is not the first oh, Godzilla movie. Whatever, that's probably How the first one I've seen. How dare you? You just made a lot of people turn us off. Wow, sorry. The first Godzilla, my God. And, yeah, sorry. The one with Matthew, the first, I don't even know if it's the first American Godzilla film. The one with Matthew Broderick she's talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Please don't turn us off. I apologize. They've already turned us off. They can't <laughs> hear you. <laughs> but yeah, you're not you're not big into Godzilla, are you? Um, like you didn't really want to see this at the cinemas. You didn't want to watch it. At I wasn't home. Uh, so excited like everyone else. Like, oh my god, I have to see this. Why? Is there any reason why? No, not really. It's just not your thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't super duper excited for it. It's kind of like how you watch Housewives of L.A. or one of those trash shows. I haven't watched Housewives of L.A. I don't even think that's a thing. Teen Mum and all those shows. How long ago did I watch Teen Mum? That was years ago. And that's only because they haven't made new episodes. 
Yeah, I just like watching these stupid little girls. <laughs> I don't mind Team Mum either. Some of the girls are attractive and they have really cool accents. Uh-huh. <laughs> I told my baby daddy to keep... I don't, I don't know. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Either way, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Some people out there have given it higher scores, but uh, for me, it just didn't hit the mark. Jaleesa, do you have anything this week? Um, Sorry to disappoint. Um, no, I'm pretty slack in the horrors My department this week. God. You can blame Netflix for bringing out Big Bang Theory, so I've been trying to smash that out. And I finally have. Well, Big Bang Theory is not horror, Jaleesa. <laughs> I know. Um, all right, fine. Do you want the bad movie or the good movie for me to talk about? Go bad. Bad. All right. I Trapped the Devil. One that came out back in, I think, March or April, something like that. Uh, let me give you the plot synopsis for I Trapped the Devil. Because the plot synopsis seems pretty cool. A man descends into paranoia after trapping what he believes to be the devil in his basement. But things take a dark turn when his family unexpectedly arrive for Christmas. That sounds cool. So it's another Christmas film? Uh, it Yeah, you wouldn't know though. Really? Besides that, like there's a few lights, but that's it. Oh, okay. Um, but hey, that, that, that plot synopsis sounds pretty cool, right? Yeah. Saying something you'd be interested in? Yeah, I dig it. This movie's boring as fucking balls. Really? Boring the, as balls? Yes. It has a runtime of 84 minutes. I think for So that's about, less than an hour and a half. Uh, yes. Yes. Hmm. It felt like three hours. Really? I was I was looking at my phone like the time so many times during this movie. I was bored shitless. Um, it... Runtime of 84 minutes for about, well, let's say, 75 of those minutes, I was bored shitless. And then the ending happening happened and kind of made me a little bit interested. Yeah. You know, the ending was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But still, I will never... All that never, time to get to there. Yeah, I'll never ever watch this movie again. Look, okay, I'll say this. Technically... This is a well-made film. It has great acting, really good acting, uh, beautiful visuals, and an unnerving score. Um, but once again, the story drags, and I got bored with it. I really did. The ending is a bit of a shock, um, and, and, and it kind of leaves you with a, with a good taste in your mouth. You know, like you watch a movie, and you're like, oh, I don't care, just end. This movie kind of ends with like, oh, that was... A high a, note. A, yeah, at least a good ending. Um... So, I enjoyed that. But, still, this is a movie that I will not watch again. Is it because nothing really happened? It's, or? Yeah. It's, it's, a very, it's a very slow burn. Some people... And I usually don't mind slow burn films. But this one just dragged on a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a fan of slow burn films, this may interest you. Um, but if you are a fan of something that... Someone, if, you are, ugh, if you are someone that needs action... Every second of your movie, this is going to put you to sleep. Yeah. It drags a lot. Okay. So, I mean, I gave it a four out of ten. Um, I just can for see... the visuals and the ending and well, stuff. Look, I can't give it a, a, a one out of ten just because it bored me. Yeah. Because I, it just wasn't a story that interests me. Um, the every, Technically, it's a, it's a good film. So... Yeah. So, I can't just give it a bad score. Um, but... Yeah, it's not a film that I'll be watching again. Fair enough. Unfortunately. And should you watch it out there, 
if you like slow burns, yeah, sure. But I mean, there's better slow burn films out there. Go watch The Witch, you know? Hmm, okay. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll get, I'll get to my last one. And this one is a doozy. I had a lot of fun watching this. And Jalisa, you watched it too. This one is called Ma. What? So I did do something. Yes, you did. So I thought I did. Yeah. I just couldn't remember. You've done other things as well, like Supernatural and stuff. Yeah. This is why you need Letterboxd, so you can record what you've watched, and that way you won't re- you won't forget. Yeah. I think I slab mum brain. I don't think it goes away. No, it doesn't. No. You have Julius a brain as well. You're blonde, so. Thanks. Uh, uh, happy five years. Uh. <laughs> so, okay, Ma. Ma is a funny film to us here in Australia. Because it was advertised a lot uh, in the movie cinemas and all that stuff. Is it even out here yet? No. So it's still it's... showing in the cinemas on ads? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think they took it down. So what happened was, I think March, April, they were broadcasting this trailer everywhere. Every cinema you went to, any movie, they were showing this, this trailer. Mm-hmm. And then it just disappeared. So it never came to cinemas? Well, <laughs> It, it, it was meant to come in April or April, March, somewhere in May. I think it was May, actually, um, back when American, the Americans got it. Yep. The Americans. <laughs> back when uh, the US of A, they got it. Yeah, It was meant yeah. to come out at the same time. And then for some reason, America got it because they get everything. And uh, it just disappeared from us. And um, I looked on the, the movie website and it said it was going to come here in September. That has since been deleted. Oh really? Yeah. So there's no sign of this movie anymore. I mean, you can get it. You can now get it on VOD, but it's it sucks because there's a lot of people here that are going to miss that movie because they'll forget about it. It will end up on Netflix in a couple of years, and people will be like, "Oh, have you seen this movie?" It's like, yeah, it came out two years ago. Get over it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Ma um, from this year um, is a. <laughs> Is a really good movie. I had a lot of fun watching this. Yes, I did. The the plot synopsis is, Sue Ann is a loner who keeps to herself in her quiet Ohio town. One day she is asked by Maggie, a new teenager in town, to buy some booze for her and her friends. And Sue Ann sees the chance to make some unsuspecting, if younger, friends of her own. Uh, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, you can probably watch the trailer because this is one of the trailers that doesn't give too much away. Yep. And is done well. Mm-hmm. Um, this stars... What's her name? What is her name, Julissa? It is Octavia Spencer. And she fucking kills it in this movie. She does. I loved her in this movie. i got to say, I had a blast with this movie. I did too. Um, now thinking about it, I would happily watch it again. It was good fun. Um... This is, if, if, if any of you guys have seen Misery out there, it has a similar tone to Misery, uh, which is a massive plus for me since Misery is one of my favorites. Yep. Um, but the story does take an unexpected turn. I kept hearing when this came out earlier in the year, people were reviewing it saying that it's very, a lot like Misery. And that made my mind think of one thing. And then I saw the movie, I'm like, Ah, okay. It's not that thing. It's this thing. I see where people are making the comparisons. Mm-hmm. So I was happy that it uh, I, didn't, I didn't copy it fully. Yeah, it didn't copy it fully, but it went in its own way. And this is a really, really enjoyable film. Something that uh, that 
really anyone can watch. Yeah. Um, the acting was strong too, which was good. Yeah. Yeah, Octavia Spencer kills it, as do the teenagers. Yeah. You know what I, I realized? The teenagers in this film are very believable. Mm-hmm. Their dialogue is very believable. Yeah. Because they say stuff that made me think, fuck, I used to talk like that when I was young. Mm-hmm. So kudos to you people who uh, who wrote the movie. Yeah. You did well. And just, yeah, want to like, never mind. Never mind. Why? Were you going to spoil something? Yeah, possibly. Okay. I'll shut my mouth. Yeah, don't. Look, I gave this film an 8 out of 10. And it has cracked into the top five of my favorite horror films for this year. Ooh, top five. Top five. It's sitting at number five. So okay. I've actually got a pretty strong five at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, it, chapter two is coming out. Will it make it? Will it make it? Is it going to knock Ma out? We will see. Yeah, we will see. Um, that's all I've... Besides episodes of Supernatural here and, here and there, that's all I've been checking out. Yep. So, you done? I'm done. Okay, let's jump into the horror for dummy breaking news. This is Horror for Dummies breaking news. Coming in with Horror for Dummies news this week, and this is a big news week. Like my dick. <laughs> I just had no words then. <laughs> Our first story, mm-hmm. Blumhouse's Fantasy Island horror movie gets a release date. <laughs> yeah, Fantasy Island. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never watched the, um, the, the TV show, did you? You know, with Tattoo. The plan, the plan, the little midget guy. You have no idea what I'm on about, do you? No, not okay. at all. Fantasy Island was a TV show back in, I think, the late 70s. I may be wrong, but uh, yeah, it was about an island which makes all your fantasies come true. And there was midgets? No, there was like one. I don't know if it was midgets or dwarfs. I don't know the difference between them, but he used to stand there and go, the plan, the plan. Yeah, I never watched it. I just hear about this shit. Don't look okay. at me like that. <laughs> anyway, apparently Blumhouse is making their own movie called Fantasy Island, and it's going to be horror. Because that's what Blumhouse does. Good. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm from from the title alone. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. I love films like this. Um, but this is what um, Bloody Disgusting has to say. Mm-hmm. Blumhouse and Sony Pictures are bringing the classic TV series Fantasy Island back to life as a horror tingled feature film, and the movie has received a now a new release date today. Originally scheduled for February 28, 2020, it's been bumped up to February 14, 2020. That is Valentine's Day. Mm, so we could take is. a trip to Fantasy Island. <laughs> um, yeah, so people that are going to be in this, uh, Michael Rook is going to be in that. Um, I'm a fan of Michael Rooker. Uh, he is Merle from The Walking Dead. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, who else is in it? Um, Lucy Hale, who was in Truth or Dare. I don't know which one. Um... Yeah, other people, I don't know the name. But this one, I'm on board with. Don't really know the plot yet. Uh, there's no trailers, obviously, but it's going to be here sooner than we thought. Yep. Yay. All right, cool. Our second story, release date for The Invisible Man moves up two weeks. Yes. 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 I don't know if I should say yes. Who's playing The Invisible Man again? Because uh, I know uh, they moved Oliver, on from Johnny Depp. 
yeah, fuck him. Oliver Jackson Cohen, the dude from The Haunting of Hill House. Ah, oh, that's the, right. The drug dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you know that The Invisible Man was being filmed, like, in in our town? Our town? What, yeah. here, Wollongong? Not Wollongong, but um, Kayama. Really? Yeah, like, close to us. That's like 20 minutes away. Yeah. I, um, I took a trip down there for work. Um, had to do a delivery, and yeah. I tried to find the set. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it. Don't know where it is. <laughs> it's probably hidden from sight, so people like you can't find no, it. No, it's a house. Oh, They'll okay. film it at a, at, a, at a house, but I couldn't. I, that, obviously, the address wasn't given out. They just said that the filming for the Invisible Man was in Kayama. I'm like, oh my god, I'm doing a drop in Kayama. I'm gonna go find it, and hopefully, I can meet Lee Winnell so and you, everyone. So you have. Really? You'd have to go up every street in Kayama to try and find this house. I went up like four and then I realized, fuck, I've got to get back to work. Yeah. It would take you quite a while. Yeah, but still, I tried. And um, I wanted to go back on the weekend, but I think it's probably done and dusted now. So Hmm. there is no point. But um, hold your horses, honey. There, uh, yeah, it's been, (laughs) the release date was March 2020, but it's now moved up to February 28th. 2020. Ooh. So February is looking like a good month. Mm-hmm. Already. I'm, I'm pumped. Hopefully it won't be like the mummy. Yeah, don't go there. Okay. <laughs> Our third story. Are you ready for Deep sea, deep Blue Sea 3? Are you? <laughs> no, obviously not. Why? <laughs> Number two was shit. Yeah, okay, it was. It was really shit. And if you remember correctly, it was, I think, my number one most disappointed film. No, sorry, my, my number two. My number two most disappointing film of last year. In saying that, it's a shark film. Mm-hmm. So, so you're going to have to see it. I am ready. Yep. <laughs> this is what Bloody Disgusting says. While extraordinary early in the development phase, Production Weekly is reporting that there will be a third Deep Blue Sea with Netflix being listed as producers. Okay, you have Ooh. me interested. Uh, there are no other details of this writing. Okay. So, okay. I'm on board. I enjoy the first film. Mm-hmm. I do. I put it up there as one of my favorite shark films. Yep. The second one was a piece of shit. Definitely. Let's hope um, they bring it back up. Yeah. What? Can we get away from baby sharks? Fuck off. Are you serious? And then those weird circle eating ones. Cookie cutter. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get... Let's let's bring back the Great Whites, okay? Mm-hmm. Everyone loves a Great White Shark movie, all right? Yep. None of this fucking... Okay, the Makos were cool because they basically were Great White Sharks. They were the fucking same size. But, okay, let's stay away from baby sharks. Let's stay away from cookie cutter sharks. Even bull sharks. Stay away from bull sharks. They don't look ferocious. You know, I feel like I could fucking pat a bull shark. Mm. They, just, they look friendly, even though they're like and one of the... And their skin's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's you're you're a strange. Cat. I was adding that so okay. because they look non-threatening, as you said. Yes. Okay. Bring back great white shark movies. Okay. Rant next, over. Okay. No, next story. <laughs> Our fourth story: Day two granted classification day, in. Sorry, day Z. Okay, it looks like a number two. I know. I know that was my bad. Uh Day Z granted classification in Australia. Yeah. So Day Z is a new, another new zombie zombie video game. Oh. 
But apparently, okay, so here I'll just read it off Bloody Disgusting because they they write it better than I can read it. DayZ is officially off the hook in Australia after Australia's classification board was set to ban the interactive open world zombie survival game over its depiction of marijuana use. What? That's, that's why it was originally banned because there's marijuana use in the game. Oh my god, grow this a pear. This fucking country is bullshit. I mean, th- it, it's They wanted it's fine. to ban the, all um, <laughs> bad games, remember, because it was too violent for yeah. young viewers and shit. Players. You play games. They're still viewing it. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you're fine with zombies ripping flesh off the neck and, and body parts, but no, we can't have marijuana. No, no, no. no, no. no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why, you watch. One of these days we're going to follow, follow America and we are going to legalize marijuana. Probably not. Yeah, true. We're shit over here. Um, anyway, we've decided... Well, they... Not me. I'm not I'm not part of this Australian board bullshit. The Australian board has decided that, um, that they're lifting the band and it's going to be coming out. Good. However, the new classification comes at a cost as a modified version of the game was submitted for approval. This version has removed... The removal of marijuana. Has removed the offending depictions of drug use from the game, which involved the use of marijuana as a health item. (laughs) Ha! That's cool. Health item? Okay, look, go back to the original um, Resident Evil games. You had to heal yourself using a herb that looked strangely, strangely familiar to marijuana leaf. Yep. What's the difference? Who cares? It's not like... You know what? If I'm a fucking... I don't know... 12-year-old kid playing Daisy, the the, the the last thing that's going to pop in my mind is, oh, I better smoke weed. You know, yeah. the first thing that pop I'm in my mind... I'm feeling sick. Let's heal myself with this herb. Yeah. The first thing that's going to pop in my mind is, let's get a shotgun and shoot someone in the head because they're zombies. <laughs> or maybe they're doing it because if you smoke weed, you'll see zombies and then you'll shoot them. You know? Well, I don't think weed does that. No, it doesn't. That's what acid does. And acid is a great drug. Get on acid, kids. No, don't. Don't listen to this dum dum. <laughs> dum dum. Yeah, dum dum. Either way, we're getting Daisy. I, oh man, I'm still, I'm still trying to play Days Gone. Because um, I only just found the DVD disc. or the CD. The game, honey. My God, <laughs> you fucking know what I'm talking about. You don't need to correct me every single time. Go sit um, in the corner. No, this is my house. <laughs> um, now you, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Daisy's coming out. Cool. Yay. Next story. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Our fifth story, Mortal Kombat pack revealed. Yes. What is the, Is this a game pack? So Mortal Kombat usually releases a DLC pack, which means you can buy extra characters. And in those packs are sometimes... Characters from movies or, or games or other games. So, for example, Mortal Kombat um, uh, 9 had Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm, Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat 10 had Predator Alien Jason Leatherface. Yep. And we've revealed who's going to be in Mortal Kombat 11. We've already revealed that um, Shang Tsung, Night Wolf, and um, Sindel are going to be in it, who are Mortal Kombat characters from other games. Yeah. That's cool and all. But the other people who are going to be in it, we have Spawn. I'd like to play as Spawn. That'd be cool. Yeah. Joker. 
like the Joker from the Batman series. Yeah. I could care less about playing as the Joker. You know what? What's he going to do? Throw cards I, at people? I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a fucking superhero fan. I don't care. You know what? I would play as against the Joker just so I can kill him because <laughs> I don't care about Batman. I'm curious as to what his um fatalities will be. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but the big one is the T800. I'm excited to play as a T800. Do you know who the T800 is? The Liquid Metal Man? No. No? Who's that? He's the Terminator. Oh, is that... The Liquid oh, okay. Metal Man is a T1000. Whoopsie. Yeah. Got him mixed up. Lisa, do you know what Arnold Schwarzenegger would say right now if, if he was here? Um, what would he say? Uh, he would say, um... Are you out of your mind? That's what he would say. I'm sorry, Arnie. Please forgive me. It's turbo time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. T-800, I, I'd like to see what fatalities he does, you know? That would be interesting. And, like, costume design. Like, you could have one as Arnie, one as the um, endoskeleton and all that stuff. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. There are strong rumors of Ash Williams still coming on board. I hope that's true. I would love to play as Ash. I'm a little disappointed. That he's not in it? No, that there's the lack of horror characters. Well, you got Spawn and the T-800 or whatever it was. Okay, Spawn is a Marvel character. The Joker is a DC character. T-800 isn't exactly horror. I, I kind of classify it because it has a lot of horror tropes to the movies. So that's cool. Didn't they make a horror movie with Spawn though? No, they made a movie of Spawn. Which had, okay, it had a horror horror? element in it, but it's not horror. Oh, okay. No, not really. I just assumed it was. No, like, if if, if you're going to ask me who's my favourite Marvel character, I will say Spawn. Okay, is that the look of him or what he does? I guess, I guess it's both. He looks like a bad motherfucker, so, yeah. But, um, but, like, we were were rumoured, like, there was rumours going around there's going to be Michael Myers, we're going to get Pennywise. Oh, that would be cool. Pinhead, and we've got none of those. So I'm a little disappointed. Who knows? Number 12 will probably come out. Yeah, but that's ages away. I want it now. <laughs> Patience. All right. Our sixth story, trailer for Underwater Hits. Yeah. This one looks great. It has stars Kirsten Stewart, who, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though it's a trailer, she still looks like a fucking boring actor, actress. <laughs> she just has that stupid look on her face. Like she, she has the same look in like all of her movies. Yeah, she does. But this one's coming out next year. The plot is: a group of underwater researchers must scramble to safe to safety after an earth, earthquake devastates their subterranean laboratory. That tells you fucking nothing. Okay, if you watch the trailer, yes, that it makes happens. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what? <laughs> You so saying when you th- watch you the sa- trailer, that makes oh, sense. Oh, the trailer. Then. I thought you were saying this plot synopsis makes sense. <laughs> no. No, okay, yes. There's an earthquake, I guess, and their, their, their subterranean laboratory starts leaking, but there's also a fucking monster in it, okay? And that's what I'm looking forward to. See, I thought they would have gone sharks, but no, it wasn't. It's too, mo- too below the surface. It's seven miles below. Sharks can't go under there. Unless you're talking about, like, goblin sharks and under, like, deep sea sharks. But great white sharks can't go that far. Okay. But this looks like the abyss crossed with aliens underwater. 
And I am all about that. I fucking love underwater films. You know what? I don't. It doesn't have to be sharks. Just set your movie underwater, and I'm I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. You know, aqua horror. Aqua horror. Yep. Fish ploitation. We should do an episode on fish. No, I'll Why? pass. Creature from the Black Lagoon, Dagon. I wouldn't really call the creature a he's fish. A, he's a fish man. He's a gill man. I wouldn't really call him a fish man. But well, he is. <laughs> Uh, this this also stars T.J. Miller, who's Julius' favorite actor. It's not my favorite actor. Yes, he is. Don't o- lie. Okay. But this one's coming out next year. Go watch the trailer. It looks pretty cool. I am interested. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, God mm-hmm. damn, that's three movies. I'm I'm fucking ready for 2020. Let's just end 2019 now. No. Okay, fine. We After have cool it, things coming up at the end like of the year. Like what? Oh, uh, my birthday. Fear phobia. I wonder if our I was Halloween party. All yeah. things like that. Do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger will make a cool call to me on my birthday? Maybe. I'll hook that up for you, alright? Okay. Well, after my birthday then, can we end 2019? No. Damn it. Alright. Well, have you got any more news? That's it for news this week. Back to you. Sweet. Let's get into the franchise fights with a interesting matchup. This one can either go... <laughs> this one can be close, or it could be a complete blowout. Let's take it. To the madness. The March Madness... <laughs> Fuck. Let's not call it the March Madness fights. Let's just call it the, the madness. The franchise battle continues with last week's participants. We had the Psycho franchise versus the Omen franchise. And goddamn, this one was tough. For me, anyway. For you, I mean... You haven't really seen all the films, so it was pretty easy for you. Yeah. But let's see what everyone else has said. We only got two people coming in. I guess this one was too hard for people to comment. Well, they just didn't <laughs> care about this one. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Quite honestly, I didn't really care about this matchup either. Neither. You know? uh, but Randy Blanford, he comes in and says, Each franchise starts great, but with each sequel tapers off. With that said, I'm going to vote for my favourite of the first entry, and that would be Psycho. Almost 60 years old and still able to creep me out. Nice call, Randy. I've got to agree with you. Rob Humphrey comes in and says, I recently rewatched the Omen franchise and I was surprised by how well the movies held up. Psycho is a classic, but the rest of the franchise doesn't live up to it. Ooh. Good, good call, Rob. Mm-hmm. Thank you, both of you, for commenting. Um, it was funny how... I, I loved how... Even though we got two... They were both against each other. Yeah, funny. Yeah. But with a vote of 75%, the Psycho franchise advances. And we say goodbye to Damien Thorne and his little shit dogs. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye, the Omen franchise. Let's get into round 21 with probably the dumbest fight ever. (laughs) We have in the blue corner, the Gremlins franchise. The Gremlins franchise, Jaleesa. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Versing in the... Did I say blue corner or red corner? Just you said so. blue. Okay, in the red corner, we have the Silence of the Lambs franchise. Ah, oh, this can go either way. You know? I, c- I could see everyone laughing and just voting against the Gremlins, saying this is stupid... But at the same time, I could see everyone siding with the Gremlins saying it's much more enjoyable. 
I know who I'm going for. That's easy for me. I kind of do. Here's my problem with this matchup. The Gremlins beat Paranormal Activity franchise mm-hmm. to advance. So I kind of have a bit of a, a um, problem with the Gremlins right now. Because I really wanted Paranormal Activity to go far. Yeah. But they knocked out... The Gremlins knocked them out. And uh, now we get Gremlins versus Science of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not up to me. It's not all about me. It's up to everyone out there. That's right. Julia who are you taking? Gremlins. Why? Because I, I like enjoy them so much more. Yeah, i got to agree with you. I'm not a big Silence of the Lambs fan. Um, Hannibal Lecter is a fine icon, I guess, if you want to call him that. But in saying that, I would much, nine times out of ten, I would watch the Gremlins over Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. So I'm going to go Gremlins as well. Um, but it's up to you guys out there in Facebook land because that's where we do our votes. Go over to the Horror for Dummies podcast on Facebook and there you will see the uh, little voting, the polls as they call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, click on who you want to advance and give us a comment as to why. Tell us why you think Hannibal Lecter would beat the Gremlins. Tell us why Hannibal Rising is a better film than Gremlins 2. Bet you you can't. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I have, I have no comment on that one. I, I have a soft spot for Gremlins 2 because Hulk Hogan's in it. And he breaks the fourth wall, which is not something that I'm a fan of, but... It's Hulk Hogan. It's Hulk Hogan. You know, it, it, it could have been better. It could have been Hollywood Hulk Hogan, but I digress. So... Oh, well. Yep. All right, Jaleesa, it's time to jump back into the 1980s and talk some goddamn werewolf films. Yeah. Are you ready for fucking werewolf part two? Let's do it. Let's do it. Feature. Resentation. And now for our feature presentation. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from 9 to 5 Welcome to 1981. This is the second year in the 80s decade. Did you know that, Julie? Very good. Because eight, Glad you 19, know that. 1980 was the first year. 1981 was the second year. Very good. I'm glad you realised that. I'm glad you realised that. I'm glad we all realised that. <laughs> 1981 was the year that Lady Diana Spencer marries Charles, Prince of Wales. And they live to have a long and happy marriage. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because she did. She got fucked up by that car. That's not funny. It's not. So why are you laughing, Joyce? You're the one who laughs. I'm not laughing. But uh, rest in peace, Lady Dinah. Um, she died. I can't remember what year. I just, I don't care. Oh, it's like Princess Diana. Yes, Princess Diana. Diana Spencer. Pope John... I don't know why I'm laughing at this one either. Pope John Paul II is shot on May 13th, but not killed in Vatican City. Who would want to shoot the Pope? Who wouldn't want to shoot the Pope? Uh, religious people, I guess. You know what? I don't care. You know, the Pope, all Popes can die. Actually, no, I'll, I'll take that back. If a Pope has raped a child, they can die. You know? 
By the way, the, the, the main pope in Australia here um, got sentenced to three... We have a main pope in Australia? Not pope, uh, priest. Uh, what are they fucking called? Bishops or whatever they are. Yeah. One of the hierarchies in the religious... Cardinal. Cardinal George Pell, that's his fucking name. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's, he was arrested a while ago and uh, tried to reduce her sentence and they said, nah, fuck you. Let me guess, he molested little boys? Yes, in the 90s, I think. Anyway, religion people... What's, what's with priests and going after little boys? Because they can't do it. So, like, you know how, like, I don't know, if, if you asked your parents when you were young if you could have, like, a, uh, a vodka cruiser and they said no... So you went behind their back and did it. It's kind of the same thing. You know, priests are not allowed to fuck. So they just went behind God's back and said, I'm going to fuck this boy. So, because that's okay? No. I'm not a priest. No, I meant in their mind. Like, they're still <laughs> I, having sex. Why, I, why the look, same sex? Honestly, I was, I was cracking a joke there. I don't know why. You know, I don't understand kiddie porn and all that stuff. It's gross to me. I don't get it. Let's get off this subject, Julissa. Yes, let's... Uh, yeah, just went to a dark place. Ronald Reagan becomes US president. Uh, I don't know who that is. Ne- <laughs> well, he became... He's a president. He was the US president. So, Trump's out? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> this was in 1981. All right. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, you confused the fuck out of me. <laughs> I, I can hear... People from the U.S. right now, those goddamn stupid, stupid Australians. <laughs> I don't know why American people all sound like Hicks, but they don't. Whatever. <laughs> Muhammad Ali finally re- finally retires with career record of 55 wings. Wings. <laughs> yeah, he just wings? had a bucket load of chicken wings. 55 <laughs> wins and five defeats. I swear to God, we have not been drinking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty good. And then he died. I know, we had his shorts on our wall. That's gross. Framed. That's gross, Lisa. <laughs> hope you washed them. That's fucking weird. I'm hoping they were washed too. Uh, let's talk about the movies that came out in 1981. We had Raiders of the Lost Ark. Have you seen that one? Indiana Jones. Yeah, but it's called Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. We had Stripes. We had The Fox and the Hound. I love that movie. I, I knew you were going to say that. We had Escape from New York. We had um, Clash of the Titans. But in the horror department, we had An American Werewolf in London. Mm -hmm. We had The Evil Dead. We had Friday the 13th Part 2. We had Halloween 2. We had uh, Scanners. We had Wolfen. We had a lot of decent horror films to come out in 1981. 1981 was a good year for horror films. It was. And, of course, we had a little movie called... The Howling. What do you see? The Howling. Somewhere in this city. In this human jungle. It begins. Just try. He's right there. What do you see? What's there, Karen? What do you see, Karen? What's there? Somewhere in these woods, in this primal, sensuous, secret place, lies an experience too terrifying for words. And now, all 
wait. Tonight I'm going to show you something. Make you believe. <laughs> The Howling from 1981 comes in at a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. Uh, The plot is, after a bizarre and near-deadly encounter with a serial killer, a television newswoman is sent to a remote mountain resort where... (laughs) Mountain resort whose residents may not be what they seem. I guess it's a pretty decent um, plot summary. Yeah. This stars... My girlfriend, Dee Wallace, as... <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? She is my crush. I that's, love... That's okay. I love Dee Wallace. Okay. Um, and she looked particularly fine in this movie. My God, 1981 Dee Wallace was a treat to the eyes. I must say. I'm sorry, honey. It's fine. God damn. Um, she plays Karen White. And do I need to go in who Dee Wallace is? No. Mother from E.T., Mother in Cujo... Critters. Mother and Critters. She plays She's always mothers. a mother. Yeah. Yeah. We had Patrick McNee as Dr. George Wagner. He was the doctor. Yep. He died in 2015 at the age of 93. Oh, good life. Yeah. He appeared in uh, a lot of movies. Fair enough. Yep. Dennis Dugan as Chris Halloran. He was in... So he's apparently been in every single Adam Sandler film. Which one was he? He was is... date. Oh, that dude. Yes. Right. Um, played Chris Halloran. I've I've seen him before Have in you? other movies. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he's one of those guys that Adam Sandler pays to just pop in and say hello in every one of his movies. Anyway, okay. we have Christopher Stone who played Bill, who was uh, D. Karen. Wallace's Karen's husband. Yes. Who, uh, funny enough, was actually Dee Wallace's husband in real life. Oh, really? Yep. Until he died at the age of 53 in 1995. Oh, wow. To a heart attack. Just dropped dead like that. Boom. Heart attack. It is scary, isn't it? But he's also been in Cujo and uh, a few other movies alongside Dee Wallace. We have Belinda Balaski as Terry Fisher. Uh, she was in Gremlins and Small Soldiers and Nightmare Cinema, which came out this year. Mm. Then we have John Cardine as Earl Kenton, who died at the age of 82 in 1988. And if you look on, the, on his IMDb cred, he has 351 acting credits to his name. Oh, wow. Which is a fuck. That's like the most I've ever seen. I mean, that's a there's, lot. There's probably more out there, but that is a lot. We also have Slim Pickings playing Sam Newfield. I'm going to take a gamble and say that Slim Pickings was not his real name. Just something about it. Slim. Slim Pickings. Yeah, I'm guessing that's a stage name. I'm guessing so. Uh, we also have Elizabeth Brooks as Marsha Quist, who was the uh, girl that got naked in this movie. 
Yes. I can't. I can't really describe her any other way. Yes. But she got naked, really naked. Yes. You saw box. You did a hairy box. Yeah. Anyway, she died at the age of forty-six in nineteen ninety-seven. How did she die, Jesa? I'm going to say drugs. You always go to drugs. I you do. always think everyone dies of drugs. She died of brain cancer. Oh, shit. Drop dead. Like that. <laughs> Just dead. Just dead. But, um, yes, she was another treat to the eyes. We also have Robert Picardo as Eddie Quist, who was the serial killer. Yum, yeah. Yep. Um, and got, we have a lot of people in this movie. Yes, okay. I don't think we need to name anymore. We don't. Um, besides Don McLeod, who played T.C. Quist, who was also in Hook and other things. Cool. Yeah. Directed by uh, Joe Dante, who uh, did other films. Probably his biggest film was Gremlins. Mm -hmm. And Gremlins 2. Yeah. But he's done other stuff, but that's what most people know him as. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about The Howling. It's been a long time. Can I just butt in and give you my butt in? I get it, I know. Um, give you my my first thoughts with the howling because this is probably the fourth time I've watched the howling mm-hmm. fourth time I I, <laughs> I I watched it this week three times three times I did not all in full I watched it three times because I kept falling asleep um, <laughs> is that because the movie's bad or because well, you're okay, tired? Okay, we'll get to we'll get to it in a second. But okay, my first time I watched this, this was a film that I heard a lot about, mm-hmm. and I didn't catch it until well, recently. I'm, t- I'm talking the last five years, and I don't know why. I don't know why I never picked it up and just put it in. Um, it's a werewolf film. It's from the '80s. It was alongside American Werewolf in London as as as. One of the main werewolf films. I don't know why it took me so long to watch it, but I think here's my problem with werewolf films for me. I jumped straight into American Werewolf in London, so all other werewolf films are pathetic to me because I hit the best and all the rest suck. Mm-hmm. My opinion, and quite honestly, I think it's the right opinion. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can't get better than American Werewolf in London as a werewolf film. It, the, the effects are just gorgeous. I'm, I'm People not... might beg to differ. Okay, do you if you if you if you are debating whether American Werewolf in London is a is not as a good film as The Howling, I, I I urge you to go watch them right now back to back. Go watch The Howling, then watch American Werewolf in London, and come back to me and tell me that The Howling is a better film, please. I honestly want to hear people's arguments mm-hmm. because I'm not saying that The Howling's a bad film, but compared to American Werewolf in London, it is. That movie is a priceless gem. Um, so yes, I finally got around to watching The Howling, and my first time I watched it, I was bored, really, really bored, and I haven't picked it up since until this week where mm-hmm. I decided to watch it I decided to give it another go and thought fuck we haven't done a werewolf film for so long let's do another werewolf film from the 80s and this one just popped in my head and I thought fuck it let's give it another go is it that bad maybe my 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 thoughts have changed and to be perfectly honest with you they haven't really yep this movie is a little boring. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to jump in there and say, and I'll go into more, but Jaleesa, please stop playing with your tits 
and tell me your thoughts on the howling. Um, I'm going to have to agree with you. I found this movie pretty boring as well. And you fell asleep with me. I did towards the end. I, I kept struggling to keep my eyes open. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. This starts really slow. And, and the action doesn't really come until the end. I, I, there are bits and pieces of werewolf action here and there, but the main bulk of the movie doesn't happen until right at the end. So the whole story, you're following these these two people, this husband and wife, and they're trying, they're, they're trying to unravel this mystery of why are these people strange? Yeah. What are those noises in the woods? I don't understand. Why did they get sent to this cabin? Because the TV reporter, Karen, um, she was trying to pin down this murderer, Eddie Quist, um, and then she came face to face with him. So her job decided that they needed some R&R relaxing time because she was obviously um, stressed about it and uh, needed psychiatric help about it. So they told him to go to this. But they sent her in to see this Eddie guy. Yeah, I know. That's her job. I know, I know. Um, anyway. Yeah, but they sent her to this place called The Colony yeah. to relax, try and get her head straight, and uh, to stop being so paranoid about the murderer. Yeah. Little do they know that this colony is full of werewolves. <laughs> so. It was literally like everyone. Yeah, literally everyone. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, let's let's break into it, Joel. Yep. What do you want to talk about first? Because there's a lot of talk about this film. Oh, I don't know. What do you think we should okay. jump in first? I'm going to jump straight. I'm going to throw you straight into the deep end. Okay. The werewolves. Let's talk about the look of the actual werewolves, okay? Okay. And this is going back to my thoughts on American Wealth in London. Because growing up, my first view of a werewolf was American Wealth in London. And I always loved the... Um, the the four-legged wolf the four-legged beast like the hound of hell look so wolves that stand up on two legs i always thought looked hokey and strange and weird and really there hasn't been another werewolf film that has a werewolf on four legs they've always stood on two legs you know you got obviously the howling you've got dog soldiers blah 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 blah, blah. um silver bullet yeah how every other werewolf film that i can think of for the most part they're on two legs and I just, it comes off, I don't know, hokey, and I'm just not a fan of it. I, I, I much prefer the Hound of Hell type. Speaking of the howling werewolves, are you okay? You're grabbing your tit a lot and, yeah. and rubbing it. No, I'm alright. Okay. You sure? Are you going to keep this part in? Yes, I am. Why? Everyone wants to hear about you rubbing your boobs in front of me. No, I'm alright. Okay. You're turning me on. Stop it. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing an exam. <laughs> You check in your tits for cancer. Just keep talking. Okay. Don't mind me. Um, uh, The werewolves in this film... Okay. I didn't like the ears. Neither did I. They were too big in proportion to the face. Yeah. They were like sticking up bunny ears. Yeah. It looked kind of like a fox. (laughs) Like the long snout, huge ears. It just... The long snout would have been alright if they had the shorter ears. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know, it does, it really... Actual dog ears that really aren't that big. <laughs> yeah, it took me out of it. The ears literally do look like rabbit ears. It's like 
I don't know, the curse of the were-rabbit. Yeah. Because uh, um, I actually find the face in that didn't actually look too bad when they were full transformed. No. Um, th- okay, in saying that, there are effects in this movie, werewolf effects, that do look decent. You know? Uh, some of the... And I'm talking just about the werewolves here. Some of the werewolves, some of the werewolves did look cool. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of them that didn't. Yep. That looked like fucking really rabid, huge rabbits. And it just, yeah, it took me out. It just didn't frighten me. Yeah. What do you think of the um, transformation process? Okay. I, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to bring up American Whale from London a lot in this, in this review, just because they came out basically exactly the same time. And it was like my first look into werewolves. Um, American Werewolf in London has the best transformation ever to this date I've never seen a better transformation into a werewolf and my first time I saw the howling I was was watching it going that's shit compared to American Werewolf in London now looking at it now I'm I'm looking at it with a bit more critical eyes and I can kind of appreciate it a little bit more Mm -hmm. they did a decent job with the transformation but in saying that it's still like the American Wolf in London looks real still to this day it looks like a fucking dude turning into a wolf the howling you can tell it's prosthetics and all that stuff you can tell that they put a, a, a air, an air pump under the skin and blew it up you know I hated that I did not like that at all. How the skin was blowing up and no. blowing back down. I, I, how it was like bubbling when they were transforming. Yeah. And their throat expanding like a fucking frog. Yeah. I did not like that part at all. No, neither. But I did like how they showed the jaws and that coming out and actually changing into yes. a snout. Yes. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. Like there are parts in this movie that are pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Um... And like the nails and stuff coming out in some scenes. Yeah. And the yeah. fingers. And, and uh, the teeth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there were parts of the transformation scene that I did like, mm-hmm. that I did enjoy. But in comparison to Werewolf in London, it's it's a no-go. I'm going to try and stop referring yes, to American Werewolf in London, but it's hard not to. They basically came out at the same time. We're not talking about that one. We're talking about I this know, one. I know. I know. Um... <laughs> the story I think we've already covered the story it was it was slow it was boring and really not much happens no no I will give it this though there were scenes in this movie that wouldn't didn't scare me but um, made me jump a bit and it was a lot to do with the sound design in this movie there were scenes where the, the werewolf jumps out from a bush and it got me. I'll admit it. It got me. It did its job. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, I read a lot of reviews saying it's not scary. It's not scary. Well, I beg to differ. This I one, I didn't jump once through this one. Well, are you tougher than me? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, I don't know. It just caught me off guard because I, I couldn't really remember this movie, mm-hmm. um, besides the ending. Um, but there were times where it caught me off guard and, uh, and, and scared me. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's talk about the good parts of this movie. Mm-hmm. Because there are good parts of this movie. I don't want to sit here and, and say this is a shit movie through and through. Because there are good parts. And the best part of this movie is the cinematography. The yeah. cinematographer, and I don't know his name, 
done such a good job in this movie. Some of the camera camera angles and and scenes in this movie were gorgeous. There were um, there was the Jaws shot. That's what they call it. Jaws shot. Where you know the the part in Jaws where Chief Brody is sitting on the beach and when Alex Kidner gets killed by the shark and they zoom into his face, but it looks like everything behind him is moving forward while it's zooming in. Yeah. That's called the Jaws shot. Yeah. They do that at, at film school. They call it that. Yeah, yeah. They do pretty much the same shot in this movie with D. Wallace. And just that shot just comes off really good. I really I, like it. I can't remember. Uh, I can't, I, what part? I can't pinpoint what part, but it happens. Okay. Watch the movie again. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't just that. It was the use of shadows in this film. Mm-hmm. That did really well. Like the part where Bill gets attacked by the wolf and he comes staggering home and falls onto the um, onto the steps of his house. All you see is the shadow of him falling over. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, it's that that made this film watchable. You know? Like, you, you know you watch some films and, and some, like, the cinematography takes you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens a lot in found footage films. Yep. Um, it just takes you out and you just can't watch it. It's unwatchable. Yep. This film is the complete opposite. It's very watchable. So I did not have a problem with the cinematography at all. You? Yeah, I agree. It was nice. Okay. Going back to the werewolves, we have to address... The certain scenes in this movie that just looked so bad, and they were not the the special effects, but they had a bit of animation in this movie that came off really hokey. And I don't understand why. Neither do I. Neither do I. They. So there was a sex scene with um, Karen's husband who got turned. Yes. And that Marsha woman. I'm guessing she was like one of the top. Of the werewolves. Yeah, never really. I don't know. They never really explained. Well, she was in it quite a bit, so I'm assuming she was up there. Yeah. Um, they end up having or making love. Having relations. And then the thing pans out. Then they turn into like this weird silhouette cartoon mm. thing. It's like I was watching The Howling and then the next thing I turned into Dot and the Kangaroo. It was, yeah. But it was like sort of sim- black and white with some like red in there. Yeah, yeah, it, it went to a weird, a really weird animation like, part, and I was like, what the Literally, fuck? like, you're watching a comic for a second. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, but it really took you out of the film, that part. Um, yeah. I, th- I think I remember looking at you going, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. why? <laughs> but there was another part closer to the end where they use um, stop motion, to uh, to show the werewolves walking, and the reason I, I found out the reason they did that is to make the werewolves seem less human, but it didn't work. It really and it sort didn't of had work. that cartoon vibe again. It was stop animation, so yeah, it did have that animation cartoon feel to it, but it just looked so bad. It did not. It doesn't. Those two scenes do not fit with the rest of the movie. No. But that scene was kind of placed on top of another scene. They were like merged together. Yeah, I did notice that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, those parts were the worst parts of this movie for me. because. Uh, and when um, Karen turns, her weird ass rabbit teddy bear looking wolf. Oh, we'll get to that Okay. at the end of this movie. Alrighty. Um, 
Did you at all listen to the score of this film? Because I'm really undecided on the score in this movie. I think I did. I can't really remember it now, though. It's it's strange, but somewhat fitting. It it has a very hammer horror feel, a hammer horror feel to it. Those old nineteen um, fifties hammer horror feel, hammer fuck. It's hammer horror. Hammer horror film feel to it. Mm-hmm. I got it. Say that five times fast. No way, I can't do it. <laughs> hammer horror film feel. Yes, I did it. Um, yeah, it's got those old, like, monster movie type scores to it with the really orchestral feel and the high strings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate it, it when looking back at those films and stuff like that. Yeah. But there were other parts of the, of the score that really came off silly, especially like the scene when the all the males were hunting. Mm-hmm. It had this really comedic score to it and it just didn't work for me at all i wasn't a fan fair enough (laughs) yeah and i'm going to say something right now which uh you are not going to like in the slightest all right i don't think d wallace is the greatest actor yeah i'll agree oh wow i thought you were gonna like jump straight on that she, she, I don't know why she's rated so high. She's to be hot. honest, she's so hot. She's so. Besides hot. Besides that, um, she's a little flat. I give a lot of shit to Kirsten Stewart because she's very one-dimensional and plain. So is Dee Wallace. Yeah, I was getting to that. Um, and I'll I'll admit that Dee Wallace is not the greatest actor out there, but fucking hell, she's hot. <laughs> My God, just she just, is really attractive. I'm sorry. Put that to bed, all right, no, for a I second. Just, no, it's not because she's hot. I I grew up with her as kind of my movie mum. You know, ET was one of my favorites. Um, Critters, of course, was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And like uh, the Howling Cujo came later, but I, I always saw her as like she always played a mum, and I always just loved her yeah. as a mum type character. So I think it, it has a lot of nostalgia to it but I was I know I, I can see it and I read it in reviews and it never hit me until recently I'm like maybe they're right and I watched yeah. it again I'm like holy fuck they're right yeah so yeah she's yeah plain okay. Jane kinda not in looks no not in, okay we've established that <laughs> do you think she's hairy or shaven I think I'm she's gonna say hairy. she's not fully shaven but she's not full muff she's from the 80s so yeah she might have a landing strip Oh, don't tease me. Um, <laughs> what about the rest of the acting, the rest of the cast? It, it wasn't very strong. It wasn't like American Wolf in London? No, that one was better, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get like, off it, I'm sorry. Some of, some of the acting wasn't too bad in this movie, but a lot of it wasn't super-duper strong. Okay, there, there are... A, a, to defend D Wallace here, there are a couple of scenes where she did pretty good. Yes, I'll you know? agree. We'll go to the ending now. That scene where she does turn into the wombat, and um, <laughs> with the wombat. well, it doesn't look like a fucking wolf. <laughs> um, <laughs> and her eyes turn gold, and then she lets out that scream. That scream is haunting. Was it actually her? I okay, maybe not, 
but it wasn't just the sound it was the way she snaps her head back and stuff like that mm. that was pretty cool so there are scenes in this movie that did work for her but yeah you know what at least she smiles she does more than Kirsten Stewart yeah that's true she's got that one look and always usually plays with her hair yeah it's like she wants to fuck everyone she meets she probably does that's gross she's gross <laughs> Kirsten Stewart, not D. Wallace. <laughs> okay, we're not talking about that. <coughs> All right, well, let's just jump into the ending here. Well, are we going to talk about her, her um, wombat wolf more? Yes, definitely. We have to. So, <laughs> Julissa, once again, fell asleep and never caught the ending to this film. The ending of this film, and, and I, I, I will give it props for having a really good idea. I really like the uh, idea of the ending of this film, which is... Spoiler alert, people, which is uh, werewolf transformation on live TV. I really like the idea. The execution was really bad. Yep. Um, and mainly just for the look of the werewolf. Uh-huh. Everything I don't else, understand. Everything else was cool about it up to the bar scene right at the end. The... <laughs> I, okay, yes. Let's talk about the, the Wallace Wolf. The fuzzy wombat rabbit okay, teddy it, bear? Yeah, it, it looked like a Pomeranian, but big. Yeah. <laughs> what? A rabbit pom- Pomeranian. That's what she was. Pretty much, With yes. big so, eyes and a, and a wombat... No, koala nose. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll say that. Okay, so everyone else turned into a massive beast. With over-the-top huge ears um, and massive fangs and teeth. Dee Wallace, because she's so cute and little and I just want to fuck her, turned into this... um, Cute, fuckable werewolf. (laughs) I don't know if I'd fuck her as a werewolf. Um, But... Yeah, I don't understand what they were thinking with that scene. Like, why not turn her into, like, the badass ones we've seen earlier? Yeah, or turn her into like the best looking werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I don't, I do know why she does look like that. Why? But I'll get into. Is that it because she was not a bad wolf? No, it's nothing to do with that. It's it's more for the fact that um, <laughs> they ran out of money. Did they? The final transformation had to be done all in close up because the movie had exceeded its budget by then, and this had to be shot in Joe Dante's office because they had no money for sets anymore. Well, it doesn't really say much about the look, but yeah, that's why you don't see much of it and it's really up and close. So if they did have the money and they shot it back a bit, maybe it would have looked better. Yeah. But because it was so up close and in your face, it was like, oh, what the fuck is that? But why couldn't they just use the wolves they've already had? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good call. You know? Good call. Or just replay one of their transformations with the office background. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see that. But um, maybe back then it would have been a lot harder to do, so who knows? I don't know. I wasn't born in the 80s, so... Huh. 81, sorry. But, um... But, yeah. I... Really, really took me out of the ending seeing the gross... You know when you see, like, a dog on the streets that's riddled with diseases and you're just like, ooh, go away from me? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how the Wallace Wolf was. But she looked very sad. Yeah. Well, 
with yeah, her with her she... nose flaring like yeah like, like she was smelling yeah oh, i don't know i don't yeah. know d wallace as a werewolf is a no-go for me no definitely the last part of this movie though is so cringeworthy you have um marsha uh, marsha um who somehow managed to get out of the barn that was on fire um <laughs> mm-hmm. she we, we cut to a, a bar and uh, people sitting around the bar and one dude saying how he wants his steak his burger he, no he's he gets a steak he, he said a burger for the uh burger for the, the woman yeah 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 and then she just breaks the fourth wall completely looks at the camera and goes uh rare rare because he asked how do you want your burger done and it just it comes off really really hokey and cringeworthy how she just breaks the fourth wall and looks at the camera. I hated that. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. It really took me out of that. It movie. would have been so much better if she was looking at him like she was looking at him like food. Yeah. And said rare. Yeah. Like he was her or next meal. Doing that while suddenly slowly transforming, you know, or having the glow in her eyes or something, mm. you know, not looking at us. You know, it's not like I'm gonna think you're gonna bust through the TV and eat me. Look at the dude you're with. Mm. Yeah, I agree. It just, yeah, didn't work for me. Didn't like it, so. All right, do you have anything more to say about the howling? Um, not really. I think we're pretty bashed it enough. Yeah, okay, in saying that, it's not <laughs> It's not a horrible film. It looks fucking great on Blu-ray, I must admit. Um, but it's just, it's very slow, and it's... It just had a lot of problems for me. In saying that, there were a lot of scenes that I enjoyed. There was very little werewolf action. Like, did anyone die? No. One person? Besides all the werewolves. I mean, did werewolves kill anyone? Not really, no. They killed one person, I can remember. Um, One? Who was that? The the girl. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that attack just... What the fuck? I I was... (coughs) Watching it going, why is this werewolf sucking the blood out of her neck? It's not a fucking vampire. Rip her to shreds. He was biting her, wasn't he? But it looked like he was like a vampire sucking the neck. Yeah. It just and that's that's where he stopped. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to see a fucking werewolf. Like I don't think she even had scratch marks on her, did she? No. You know. Uh. Do you know what's a cool werewolf attack? In American Werewolf in London, where the where the castle wolf bites the dude's head off. Yes. I'm just saying, American Werewolf in London is so much superior to this film. Okay. Okay, fine, I'll stop. <laughs> no, um, but um, also, going back to <laughs> Dee Wallace, her reaction of seeing her friend dead was fucking horrendous. Yeah, okay. Fine. But, okay, I thought about that. I'm like, maybe she's in shock. And then something happens and, and, and like, someone comes to the door, doesn't The wolf. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, no. She sees the it. The wolf is on the bed. Actually, that's right. Yeah, pretending to be her. She sees, it and I just, I just put it down to her being in shock. So I can kind of forgive that part, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay. No, <laughs> no. All right, let's wrap this up. Um, I do you want do you want to go in first? Ratings and last thoughts. Um, I'll give it a four out of ten. Oh wow, going down low. Okay. Yeah. It's I would probably won't watch it again because from the bore factor pretty much. The bore factor. The bore factor. Like not a lot happens what I'd like in a werewolf film. Yeah. 
Um, and final four thoughts. Yeah, it was fine. Like, yeah. Um, if you want to see it, go see it. Make up your own mind. Yeah, fair enough. I'm going to come a little bit higher than you. I'm giving this a 5 out of 10. It's an average film to me. And if you are on the hunt, get it, no pun intended, for a werewolf film to watch, there are a few others out there that I would recommend before watching this one. In saying that, I have never seen any of the sequels, but I've heard it's probably the worst franchise the ever. The Howling has more sequels. Yeah, it has a lot of sequels. Oh, really? I yes. didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell you how many, but I've heard off people that it is one of the worst franchises out there. Maybe after we crown a champion of the best franchise, we should do what's the worst franchise. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen any of the sequels, and really I don't... I kind of... I'm curious to see how bad they are, but I don't really have time to do that. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe one day, but we'll get to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm coming in with a 5 out of 10. Um, if you Okay, if you want a, a werewolf film... Here's three you can watch. The Wolfman. You can choose the remake too. I actually enjoyed the remake. Uh, How. How? How. Just How. Not Howling. Just How. I thought you said How. Like How. How. H-O-W-L. So it's basically werewolves on a train. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. And my last one, of course, American Wealth in London. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. they're, they're probably my three top werewolf films out there. Joel, can you give me three top werewolf films? And Van Helsing. <laughs> oh my god. You, you know what? I'll give Howling credit to better effects over Van Helsing. Yeah, well that's CGI, so fair enough. Horrible CGI. Anyway, I only said that I wanted to see your face. Anyway, just a little bit of facts here about the Howling before we wrap it up. The coroner tells a story about a case named Stuart Walker. Stuart Walker, do you remember that part? Uh, no. No? Okay. Stuart Walker was the director of Werewolf in London from 1935, the first Hollywood werewolf movie of the sound era. So, that's cool. cool. Um, director Joe Dante had been very critical of the book. Apparently, this was based on a book, by the way. forgot to mention that. Okay. Uh, very critical of the book that this movie is based on. He did many interviews talking about how the book wasn't much good and how they had improved it in this movie. <coughs> One day at the Hollywood Scriptwriting Institute for a lecture, Dante started talking and bad-mouthing the book. A man raised his hand from the audience and said, So you don't like the book, huh? And Dante answered, Well, no, not really. To which the man in the audience replied, Because I wrote that book. The man in the audience was none other than Gary Brandon. Brandner, the man who wrote the book. Dante was caught by the author on television. Ooh, how embarrassing. Awkward. (laughs) But yeah, that is it for The Howling. So, all right, let's wrap this show up with a little game of Would You Rather. Julissa, you ready? I am. Okay, well, this is all about you. I'm going to ask you the questions and you're going to be the one that's going to answer. I found this... um, I found this on... um, on Google. Yep. And this has uh, votes of what people preferred to. So once you give me your answer, I'll say whether you um, sided with the most people or who, whatever. 
Okay. You get it? There's 10 of them, okay? Only 10. Okay. okay, so Jaleesa, would you rather get lost in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house or the Blair Witch Project Forest? Now think about it, weigh up your options. Don't rush into it. You don't have to go silent. I would rather you talk <laughs> this out. It's a podcast. Um, I'd probably take the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. Wow, why? Because the forest is huge and I would not know how to get back to the road. While the house, I might actually have a chance if I lay low and hopefully make it out. This is true. But in saying that, you are kind of nailed down to the chair. Well, Leatherface. Hey, you didn't say that. You just said I was in the house. Well, you were in the house. What happens when they're in the house in the movie? I could just be knocked out on a bed. All right, so you'd rather be in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house? I guess, yes. Well, 62% of the people would rather be in the Blair Witch Project. Oh, okay. So you are in the the minority. minority. Julissa, we're talking about Saw here. Saw Mm. movies. Okay. Would you rather wake up in the reverse bear trap? Do you Mm. remember that one? The mouth, yep. Or the needle pit from the Saw movies. Um. That's a toughie. Is it? I could tell you my answer straight away. I'd probably go needle pit. I don't understand why so many people thought the needle pit was like the coolest scene. It's like, okay, fine. Definitely not. I wouldn't want to go in there, but compared to every other trap, give me the fucking needle pit. Over a reverse bear trap. Fuck the reverse bear trap. Are the needles just in there, like, with no air in the tubes? I I don't know about that. Because if they are, then you're fucked. Yeah, but I'd rather that than a reverse bear trap on my head. No way. That's Mm. like... That's ultimate nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. The reverse bear trap, no fucking way. Yeah. Anyway, so you said you'd rather go in the needle pit? Yeah. 54% of people agree with you. Over 46% of people who want the reverse bear trap. Oh my, I can't do it. Julissa, would you rather make out with Pennywise or Michael Myers? Michael Myers? Why? Because Pennywise is a gross clown. Okay. So you'd rather make out with a mask? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) that was easy. Well, 53% of people would rather make out with Pennywise. Really? Well, okay, think about it this way, Julissa. Pennywise can morph into anything. He could morph into Jack Sparrow. He could morph into Gene Simmons. Imagine that tongue in your box, huh? Nah. He could morph into me. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, see? But under the Michael Myers mask, I don't really know who's under there, so... He's Michael Myers. He's still still Michael Myers under that mask. Yeah, but it doesn't... If I went up and started, like, making out with him, I don't know what he looks like underneath that. Well, you do if you watch the movies. You see him in the first one. It depends what year you make out with Michael Myers. If you make make out with him in 1978... He's not a bad-looking guy. Yeah, he's got a bit of a bung-up eye, but he's not bad-looking. If you make out with him in 2018, he's a bit old, but I'm sure he can smash you good. (laughs) Julissa, would you rather spend a week alone in one room with Annabelle or the nun painting from the Conjuring films? 
one week alone. Nothing one, happens. It's just spend a week alone in one room with Annabelle, the doll, mm-hmm. so just the doll, or the nun painting. Nothing spooky happens. It's just those. I doesn't say anything about that, but you gotta spend a week alone. That's the worst part. Just spending a week alone in a room. Fuck that. You better have a TV and all four Jaws movies in there for me. <laughs> um. Probably. Uh. Oh, I don't know. That's kind of a tough one. I think it's actually easy. Um. Probably the doll. You'd rather be with the doll? Probably. I'd rather be with the nun painting. And here's why. Annabelle the doll is a conduit for every other spirit. The nun is just one. So you're facing every other spirit with Annabelle. You're just facing one with the nun. And quite honestly, the nun's a female. I'm sure I can get in bed with her somehow. A week alone, she's bound She's bound to have sex with me. Everything goes to sex with you, doesn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, you chose Annabelle. 54% of people agreed with you. Mm-hmm. So there you are. This one, uh, you haven't seen Hereditary. No, I have not. So this one might be hard to answer, but I'll ask you anyway. Would you rather be possessed temporarily by the demon in The Exorcist or the one in Hereditary? Um. <laughs> I have my answer, but I can't really explain why since you haven't seen Hereditary and it kind of gives it away. I'd rather be possessed by The Exorcist. Well, you didn't even let me you answer. You haven't seen Hereditary. Okay, so. I was going to choose Exorcist anyway. Okay, why? Um, I remember I've seen a slight scene of Hereditary. Okay. She gets lifted up with like her arms out and stuff. Yeah, but you haven't seen the ending, so you don't know how that ends. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, well, 65% of people picked the Hereditary Demon. Oh, okay, wow. So, yeah. Have fun with that. <laughs> Would you rather try to fight off... Okay, this one's fucking easy. Would you rather try to fight off Freddy Krueger or Leatherface? Leatherface. Why? Because he's slower and he doesn't come to you in your dreams. That is true. 54% of you agreed. 54% agreed with you. Mm -hmm. I'd rather face Leatherface. Alright, Jill. Would you rather... Spend your summer at Camp Crystal Lake from Friday the 13th or the cabin from the Evil Dead? Um. I don't know. Everyone seems to bloody turn in the cabin from the Evil Dead and trees attack you. Do you want to be raped by trees? (laughs) Not really. I do. I want to get a splinter. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I'll probably go Camp Crystal Lake. I agree with you. Because every single Friday the 13th movie, there's always always at least one survivor. Mm-hmm. not saying I'm going to be that person, but Evil Dead, not usually a survivor. Yeah. Well, 72%, 72% of people agreed with you. They'd rather go to Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be haunted by the girl from The Ring... Or the demon from Paranormal Activity for one year? Paranormal Activity. Why? Because the ring fucking scares me. Like, chicks like that? No, don't do it. Here's my problem with this question. The girl from the ring kills you straight away. So you wouldn't really 
be haunted by her for a year. Unless she'd be like, she calls you up and you'd be like, 365 days. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, bitch! 242 days. Yeah, please. <laughs> no, uh, I'm guessing haunting, like, you see her in the hallway, like, type shit. Yeah, okay. And, like, you know, coming at you, crawling and shit. I'm choosing the Paranormal Activity Demon because I would get so fucking sick of my phone ringing. Alright, bitch. I get it. I'll see you in six months. Stop calling me. It'd be annoying. It's just scary to see. Oh, I'd get over that. Uh, no. Nah. After seeing her a lot of times, I'd just be annoyed by her. I'd be like, oh my god, it's you again. Go away. Chicks in movies with the white dress and the long black hair. Uh-uh. I don't do it. All right, well, 65% agreed they'd rather be haunted by the paranormal activity demon. Uh-huh. What's his name, Toby? Pretty sure it's Toby. <laughs> That's not a threatening name at all. <laughs> no. Stop it, Toby. Stop I, it. I, 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 Naughty boy. That's my cousin's name, and he, he's half retarded, so it makes me laugh. <laughs> Would you rather spend a night alone at the Bates Motel or the Overlook Hotel? Uh, so Bates Motel is Psycho. Psycho. Overlook. Is The Shining? Yes. Mm-hmm. Our dog is snoring right now, and it sounds like a, a muffled TV, and it's freaking me out a bit. <laughs> um, I'll go Bates Motel. Why? The Shining, a lot more shit seems to happen, and hallucinations and stuff. Yeah. So I'll go Bates. But in saying that, you can make out with hot chicks in The Shining, in the Overlook Hotel. Insane. But then he that, walks away and she's an old lady. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Insane that. Would I rather be in a good movie or a boring movie? Oh. People Ooh. are getting cranky at me. Yeah, they I turned go, us off again, Tim. I, <laughs> I go Bates Motel as well. Okay. Um, but 54% picked the Overlook Hotel. Mm. So that's all the questions here, but I have one for my own, okay? This is one that I've always... That I've been asked a few times. I my answer is is simple, but I want to know your answer. Okay. Teresa, would you rather be stranded in the most haunted house by yourself, locked in there for an entire week, no lights or anything like that? No lights, so I'm in like pitch, pitch black. black. Yep. <sighs> um, or stranded in the middle of the ocean with a life jacket and a life jacket for an entire week. Oh, I just got chills. Yeah. Uh, so this extremely haunted house, does it have a shit ton of spirits and oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fucked up. You will see shit. So kind of like the latest Annabelle movie type thing? Yeah, but uh, scarier. We don't have any samurais. I'm sure we would. Okay. Okay, I'm going to put this one to you easy, okay? The haunted house has ghosts such as Kayako. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I know it, I'm, I'm trying to freak you out, okay? So you have the girl from the Grudge, the girl from the Ring, you have the the, the demon from um, Paranormal Activity. All those, all the most fucked up things you can think of are in this house, okay? And you're locked in there for a week straight, no lights, no electricity, so do you can't I, watch TV. Do I die? Uh... No, I'm not. I'm not 
asking that question. I don't know. You're in there for a week. Yep. So, okay, no. Well, okay, no, that's wrong. You're in there for a week. I don't know what's going to happen in that week. Would you rather stay in there or be stuck in the middle of the ocean with a life jacket so you don't drown? Okay, drowning's not an option here, but you're stuck in the middle of the ocean. Is there day- a chance for me to get saved? Uh, no, you're stuck in the middle of the ocean for an entire week. A bit, I guess people know you there, but you have to stay there for a week. Let's not get to the technicalities of that you're stuck in the ocean for a week or a haunted house for a week. Um. And you can't die of dehydration or food. I would probably go the ocean. Why? Because Kayako and all them will seriously fuck me up. I'll be, like, mentally scarred for, like, the end of my days. So, okay, think about being stuck in the middle of the ocean. You don't know what the hell is around I'll you. I'll curl up and live in my life jacket. Oh, nah. I couldn't do it. I would take the haunted house any day of the week. Any single time. I, nah, I'm not going near the ocean in the middle. Imagine being in the, in the middle of the ocean, pitch black at night, 3 a.m. in the morning, pitch black, and you hear splashes. No, thank you. Hmm. I didn't think of night time. Exactly. <laughs> Out of the ocean. Exactly. No fucking way. I can't. I couldn't that's, do it. That, that's that's a you tough know, one. That's a very tough one. Sharks are the least of your worries. You have Cthulhu down there. You have the Meg. You have. <laughs> They're not real, Loch honey. Ness. Meg was real, and Cthulhu. How do you know he's not real? Anyway, so you choosing the haunted house? Are you choosing the, the sorry, the ocean? Oh. <coughs> nah, um, you already chose the ocean. Sucked yeah, in. All right. Have fun with Bruce. I will. And Cthulhu. We're going to become buds. I'm yeah, going to ride him back to shore. I'm going to have sex with a girl from the ring. You're disgusting. While Pennywise watches. <laughs> At least I'll have entertainment with Pennywise doing his stupid dancing, so... Yeah. Anyway, this has been episode uh, 91 of Horror for Dummies. We hope you've enjoyed every second of time we've given to you guys. If you have, please reach out to us and tell us if you like this show. You can do that. Most The best way is to do it at the Facebook, uh, Facebook page. You can message us there or you can comment on the show. And if you could please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or the Podbean app, that helps us a lot. Heaps. Yes, 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 yes. We also have Instagram, and uh, we also have our personal Facebook pages, if you can find us. You are free to add us, or me anyway. Lisa's weird about new people. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, get in contact if you want. And if you want Arnold Schwarzenegger to say happy birthday to you, let me know when your birthday is. If it's coming up, let me know. Yeah. Arnold would love to hear from you. He's very chatty. Chatty Cathy. He is. What the fuck? Show me, dickhead. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Next week, episode 92, we are coming into the last week of the 1980s. And this week, we are going to travel back to 1982. We are going to be looking at the movie Poltergeist. Done 10 by, years before I was born. It is. Done by Steven Spielberg or Toby Hooper. We will discuss all of that next week. We may even have a little guest for that episode to wrap up the 1980s look back. Mm. Until then, Julissa, do you have anything more to add? 
No, I do not, Tim. Join us next week for the Poltergeist movie. We may even talk about the uh, remake if I get a chance to revisit it because I really can't remember it. So I remember bits and pieces. Well, let's try and watch it. Okie dokie. Okay. Until then, this has been Horror for Dummies. I am Tim. She is Jalisa. The bell from hell. That's right. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Dip! <laughs>